Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. What's going on, everybody? We're back again. The kickle, kickle. It's me, your boy, Anthony Shoba. They call me Young Leg. I'll be hosting you with me. What are you doing? My left? What is this? Left? I got Cotton, the king of the north, the second best gambler here. Uh, First last two, week. Two excellent weeks from – I was about to compliment you, but you kind of just cut me off there. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I guess we won't just talk about sheer numbers where I put up 46 wins last week. But, all right. I was going to say, damn, we had some good weeks. You have Cotton uh, with the win percentage leader and uh, me with the overall wins. I did see that Bond tried to uh, shadily give himself the win by just marking two of my picks as wrong. On top of the fact that his percentage was wrong with uh, the wrong number of picks. So, again, Bond on the chopping block. We won't really go there, but like, Bond, what are we, what are we doing here, buddy? So, um, I had total wins with forty six. Cottonhead, what were you, seventy three percent? I was at seventy one percent. So it was a solid week. Solid week. Forty six and eighteen. Gif. Forty six and eighteen. Yeah, uh, and then I think um, I was happy. The I gave a I think I gave eleven picks out last week, and nine out of them hit. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, uh, yeah, there's a couple. Just a good week. Yeah, there's a couple of just me versus uh, Cotton that ended in like the 90 something minute where one of us got fucked over. Like the Granada game. The, I, I Did I not say Bruno scoring a penalty that game also? You did. No, you called that. Yeah. And then Arsenal screwed me in, uh, in the UEL or whatever the hell that yeah, was. Yeah, so I'm glad you brought yeah. that up. So this is another thing I wanted to just like kind of add. Wait, do I have it up here? I might have it. All right, here it is. Ready? Last week's fuck yous. So my biggest fuck you <laughs> is going to Arsenal. 94th minute let up against Slopia Prague. They didn't have their starting center back. They're starting center mid. The racist fucks that all you had to do was just beat these pieces of shit. You give up a 94th minute goal and blow my parlay. You motherfuckers. You I, motherfuckers. I can, I can barely talk about it. It was the last leg of a big parlay for me. Um, it was like... It was a big turn of the tide with just that last goal. And I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Like, I was just like, you know, you're Arsenal. You you should be, I mean, this happens to maybe a bottom tip Premier League team, whatever. It's the Premier League, whatever. You're on the UEL playing Slavia Prague. Like, close that at game. Home. That's unacceptable. At home. At it's home. unacceptable. Yeah. I have no no love for Arsenal. And that just, like, that deepens it. That, that furthers the hate, honestly. So I've been uh, pretty mean to Arsenal fans where I've been trying to get their coach fired for, I don't know, the past – when did he get hired? A year, I guess. So the past year I've been trying to get him fired. It's at the point now where if he doesn't win this game tomorrow against Slapia Prague, they dead-ass need to fire him. He's He took their team to even lower heights that we didn't think Arsenal could even sink to. It, it's just yeah. embarrassing at this point. And 
you need to get the owners out. You got to get the manager out. Shit, if I'm a young guy, like you got, you see Balogun, the possible American. We'll see. He's signing a new contract now. What the fuck makes you want to play for Arsenal at this point? They got no European football. They got no hope for the future outside of Saka and ESR. Their back line is still atrocious. Their goalie is even starting to deteriorate. And I love Leno. And he's just every season, I feel like he's just slowly going, getting worse and worse. He's just getting worn down from being at Arsenal Football Club. So big fuck you to Arsenal. That's pretty much where I want to just keep Arsenal at. Uh, I, you know what, though? I am going to take them against Fulham just to spite vodka. That's literally the only reason I, I found out vodka was a Fulham fan. Dr. Always betting against Fulham. That's hysterical. Yeah, no, I don't hate that. I mean, I took them, I took Arsenal both in the Premier League and speak, and it's just like it's kind of going to be a win-win for me because either they lose and then I just laugh at them and hate them more, or they win and I took them and I rode the bet. So that's where I'm, that's where I'm standing there. Yeah, so we are without Bond this week, as you guys can tell. Um, he, I feel like he always ha- tends to dodge whenever we're about to talk shit on Arsenal. Just like when uh, we had Kev on that one time to uh, fill in your spot. He's a Liverpool fan. He was telling us about the house on Liverpool. That's when they got their ass kicked by uh, Aston Villa. Yeah, it was that long ago. And, I mean, man hasn't been back since. So, I don't know if Liverpool ruined uh, kick him for him or if we scared him off. He didn't want to have to deal with me. It, there's a lot of factors here because Kev hasn't talked to me at all. And, hello, UCL. Hey, Liverpool. Yo, Liverpool fans. Hey, how you doing? It's me again. Knocking you the fuck out. What's going on? Just me here. Anyway, keeping it European. Let's do some Europa League picks. Uh, Cotton, what do you got for me Europa League-wise uh, tomorrow? Um, I'm looking at Man United. I think I got a minus one. Um, that's what it's looking like against Granada. I think they close out this second leg, too. I think Granada's going to be pushing, obviously, needing the goals, and I think it's going to lead to lapse in defense, which is already shaky. Um I, and I know they had a couple players out on yellows from uh, last game, I believe. Um, so I think United wins it easily. I don't think there's really any issues there. United's kind of like rolling right now. They look they look pretty – you know, they've had a little help, but they look pretty good. Um, I'm fading you again. Say that again? I think the exact opposite. I took them plus one again. I was like, you know what? They won't I do it. That's expected, right? You were going to do that for Granada. Those are your boys. But uh, Sometimes. I mean – that, the only other game I wanted to touch there really was uh, Arsenal. Like I said again, I don't I don't have any faith in them at this point. But uh, they're gonna get you know disrespected in the odds because of what happened last game. And I think uh, I think it's be, be a good idea to jump on that again. So I'm gonna take the money line. Um, not touching the Villarreal or the Roma game because I think. I think Roma might lose that to, uh, to Ajax, honestly. And I think Villarreal will win, but you never know. Uh, uh, the Croatian team has a bunch of, uh, bunch of uh, you know, young, uh, pacey players on that squad. Um, you, they came back against Tottenham, so, like, I don't want to bet against, you know, against them here. So I'm not going to touch that game. But that's really all, all right, I got well, with the UL. First, first thing, we'll fuck score too. Actually, I'm, I won't talk yeah. to you on time this week because I'll probably end up betting them. But I'm taking literally all the same picks as last week. I'm taking Villarreal money line. I'm taking Arsenal money line. In my head, Arsenal can't lose this game. You, you can't, Arsenal. There's no yeah. possible way you can lose this. Uh, I'm taking well, Ajax. Just when you line. think that, right? Yeah, I know. Exactly. I'm taking Ajax money line because if you watched the last game, Roma had no business winning that game. Like, If you want to go by expected goal theory, 
Ajax was almost at like three, and they didn't even fucking score. Uh, Ajax fucking doubled their shots, doubled their chances. I, I'm completely on Ajax just because I know how Ajax performs at the European level as well. They've done it in the Champions League. They've done it in Europa League. They just always have a good team. I love their front three of uh, Anthony, Tadic, and uh, my man, David Neres, who always looks like he's stoned. That's my fucking guy. <laughs> so, to me, Roma sucks. I, I, I'm genuinely only betting Roma when they're playing someone outside the top six. And other than that, I'm betting against them. So, that's my other side of that argument. Because Ajax completely cleaned house against them. And I was just fucking not I'm, – I'm not here for that shit anymore. Roma, choke like you're supposed to. Choke like we're used to seeing. Y'all haven't done shit since Toddy was there. So, uh, those I'm sticking with my guns on the Europa League picks. We're going to the same exact ones. Moving on from Europa League. We'll get right into some EPL talk. We got Everton versus Tottenham. Now, I'm torn here because I hate Tottenham. But Everton just fucked me last week against Brighton. So... I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, hmm, Everton, do I trust you anymore? And the answer is fucking no. I trust Harry Kane and Youngman's son. I'm not even going to say I trust Tottenham. I literally just trust those two players. So I think the smart move here is probably a Tottenham pick them or a Tottenham uh, plus a half if you can somehow swing that. I think Everton might be favored in this just because Tottenham's been in such shit form. And to me, Everton hasn't even really been in good form. They just are a little bit better form than Tottenham. To me, both of these guys had such high hopes. They were both on the top of the table for, like, I don't know, two weeks. So they got all excited, and then they dropped out of European spots. So I don't have a ton of faith in either of these teams. However, like I said, Harry Kane and Youngman Son, they have my heart. If you hate on Son besides that fucking dive against United, I don't fuck with you. Uh, Cotton, what do you think for these games? Yeah, I got um, – I actually took a Spurs pick on um, – um... I don't have a lot of faith in Everton. I actually think I have a. I just have a feeling Spurs are going to win this one easily. Um, they're in a little bit of you know state of disrepair right now with uh, with Mourinho. He does. He seems like he's lost the locker room. He just continuously uh, insults his uh, his younger players, especially. But um, I think uh, I think Kane will will do enough. I think he's chasing the twenty goal mark right now. I think he's sitting at nineteen goals. Um, I'm actually going to take him for a goal. And the Tottenham uh, in there, um, but I could see, I could honestly see like a three-zero Spurs win where they're just going like balls to the wall here. But we'll see. Well, you get those random like Mourinho masterclasses. Like I think Everton will probably control possession and like they'll probably get off more shots. But Tottenham's going to just be sitting back on the counter with Harry Kane, Youngman, Son, and they're just going to be more clinical with it, which is how Mourinho masterclasses usually go. And it'll end like two nothing, maybe. I'm hoping for. The only time it's fun to watch Tottenham is when they put up big numbers. Like when you got Lamella doing Rabanas, Harry Kane scoring and assisting, and Youngman Son doing Youngman Son things like uh, yeah. truly Ronaldo would. I think, um, and I, another thing on Everton, like I think, I think Ancelotti's like fooled us a little bit. Like he's made this team seem a little better than they actually are because when you watch them, I mean, it's all about right possession, controlling the pace of the game, everything. It, it, it's honestly they 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 put in some boring ass games, like just straight out. And like I just hope uh, I hope this one breaks the mold and like Spurs can get to them uh, early, and then that'll break it open. That's kind of what I anticipate happening. But again, you never know if it's going to be a you know zero zero draw one zero finish. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I guess it depends what uh you know guys like Calvert Lewin, 
what Ahamas can do up top. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Should be a good game, though. Well, all I'm going to say is, and this might be a hot take, I don't know if it is, but Richarlison sucks. I still can't get over how Barcelona offered them $100 million and they did not take it. That fucking blows my mind, especially when they have Moise Keane and Calvert-Lewin that they could easily just fill in those spots, as well as Sigurdsson, who could play like a center forward role. It just made no sense to me why you wouldn't take a $100 million paycheck for Richarlison, who is nowhere near worth that much. I wouldn't pay over yeah. 60 for Richarlison. That man misses an absurd amount of fucking chances. And also, if that dude would just aim his headers down rather than just closing his eyes and fucking flailing at it, he would probably have twice as many goals as he has right now. So that's all I'll say about Everton. I love James Rodriguez. That's it. Uh, next one we got, we got a cup final, Chelsea versus City. Um, I mean, it's hard to bet against Manchester City ever. I'm not going to do it. Uh, I know Chelsea's looked good. They, uh, they're they playing Tuchel ball, which is a lot of possession, a lot of passing. Uh, they're not letting up a lot of goals. I think they have, what, 12 clean sheets for him. So, I mean, Chelsea's – they look good. They just – I mean, they didn't beat Porto. They did lose the second leg, just saying. Don't get ahead of yourselves, Chelsea fans. Madrid's coming soon. So, I'm looking at City, and this is kind of like a warm-up for their next round where they got to take on PSG. This is like a little warm-up for them. Chelsea fans, no offense to you, but, I mean, do you really have that much hope against this Man City team? Who – what have they lost? Like, what? one game over the last six months like it, it's just absurd numbers at this point like you, you can't really argue that uh, i'm excited to see what the odds are just because when you see a, a team like chelsea going up against city you're like oh maybe it'll be a little bit closer to positive like city will probably still be like minus 160 65 i don't know but like it's yeah, a little bit because usually they're like minus four fucking hundred so they were minus cool. like 130 what are you what are that they're like minus 130 between 130 Ooh, and 140. So you can make a nice little parlay out of that. I'm not saying like the money line. I'll hammer the money line. But like, yeah, make some, take that. Maybe like over one and a half goals. Pick a goal score. Get a nice little chunk. Probably get up to like plus 400-ish around that. You know, pick your poison there. Gotten. what do you got for this one? Yeah, so actually, I mean, you have City still chasing the, uh, the travel. And then um, what's it called? Uh, like they just have. They have outstanding depth on that team. Again, they have trouble trouble up top with the uh, you know that target man attacker guy they're looking for. They don't have that right now, but they don't have that on first team either, and they make out just fine. Um, I think people are going to think they're you know like you said like it's just going to be like oh that warm up game in between uh, you know chasing the next round of the UE DL um, and everything. But I think I think it's going to be a great matchup on both ends. I think I think these teams just want to beat each other on the bottom line. Um, and I think City has the better tools to do so right now after, uh, you know, both teams kind of like exhausted their starters this week. They got games on the weekends, I think, as well, besides the uh, FA Cup. So, Yeah, uh, I'm not really sure who City has besides the uh, FA Cup game. I might be wrong about the weekend game, but other than that, um, I mean, I just – regardless, I still have City on a money line there. They play uh, Wednesday against Aston Villa, so they'll be all right. They'll figure okay. it out. Yeah, I always like to uh, I always like to take um, props in the in the city games, but you literally can't plan for that until an hour before game time with Pep. So, until um, you see the lineups, so uh, we'll see yeah, and if that. you don't, then you'll see Zinchenko in the midfield, and you'll just be like, "Oh fuck, what did I do?" Oh man, today I had um, for the UCL. I don't know if you watched any of uh, the city game, but I had uh, Bernardo Silva assist, and then uh, Mares two shots on goal. 
Silva got the assist. Mares got the penalty shot. So the shot on goal. There was like it was in like the 88th minute, and uh, he got a breakaway right in front of the goalie. He decided to put a do a little dribble around to the left side of the goalie and dribbled out of bounds instead of even taking a shot. He could have chipped it to the goalie. He could have said, "Here, here, take this ball right in front of your fucking face." I could have I could have hit that parlay and I didn't. Heartbreaker. I was about to say that wasn't that could have been an easy fuck you. Just saying. Think, think yeah, of the I same. Think he knew. Damn. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of with you there with Mars. I feel like he's always a little dribble happy, so that kind of irks me. But uh, we got another Cup final, the Copa del Rey Cup final. My boys, the Basque Country boys, are taking on Barcelona. Uh, this is Barcelona's last shot at the trophy. Messi's possible last Barcelona trophy. You know, it's all still up in the air. So I expect this to be a great match because Athletic Bilbao, Athletic Club seems to always have Barcelona's number when it comes to cup finals. They beat them in the Spanish Super Cup. They beat them in the the last uh, cup final of the Copa del Rey that they met them in. I think it was either like two or three years ago. I don't remember exactly what year. But Athletic Bilbao has Barcelona's number in every cup final I've witnessed. And I also just hate Barcelona. So I saw that Athletic Bilbao was plus one. That's the spread. And it was plus 102. I'm fucking hammering that. You know that a cup final is going to come down to the full 90 minutes. It's going to be tight the whole time because it's a fucking cup final. I hope it goes in the out of time because if it does, that means I'm hitting this bet. Just to take plus one on Bill Bow in a cup final, and it, all you have to do is make sure you don't lose by more than one in the in the 90 minutes, that's completely fine with me. And I, I just couldn't believe it was at plus 102. I think Vegas has a little bit too much faith in Barcelona. So um, uh, I clearly don't. I, I watched them uh, tank. The past, uh, I don't know, three or four matches, they're pretty garbage, if you ask me. I think Bilbao is going to take advantage of them. I think that uh, I think Barcelona is looking a little bit worn out at this point. So uh, we'll see what Cotton thinks. But for me, I'm just going to keep spewing venom at uh, Barcelona until they maybe they actually beat us in a game again. Uh, I didn't have this game on my board, but I'm going to do a hard fade on leg. Not not for leg, and not because uh, I actually you know I don't like Barcelona, but Bilbao's been letting me down a lot recently. I got I got to be honest with it. Not that I, no disrespect to Bilbao, I respect the Bass County boys, like you said, but uh, I I don't know. I mean, I had them against uh, Deportivo Alves last week, and they couldn't pull through. So I mean, I'll take Barcelona. I'll take my chances here. Plus one, we'll make a little uh, a little fun. I'll take a minus one actually, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, next one I got for you. We're moving into Germany now, and then we go back into Spain, then over into Italy, and then back over to uh, England for a uh, another cup game. So we got Gladbach versus Frankfurt. I made up sure I put this one on here for Cotton. Um, first thing I thought over. What's the over? Two and a half, three. Either of them, I'm taking. I'm fucking hammering either of them. You know Andre Silva's probably going to be good for a goal. You know my man Thurm's probably going to be good for a goal. That's two right there just off the top of my head. You never know uh, what kind of – you never know which gladback you're going to see. You can see a gladback that's going to make this real fucking interesting like they usually do against Bayern where they beat them 4-3. Uh, you don't know which Frankfurt you're going to get. Maybe you're just going to get Andre Silva in a master class. He's going to put up at least a brace. We don't know exactly what we're going to get from both of these teams, but – as of recently, they've been killing it goal-wise. Uh, their players aren't – all the right players are getting informed. Every attacker is kind of getting informed. Even Luka Jovic hit a goal last fucking uh, game against Wolfsburg for Frankfurt. So, to me, I'm picking Frankfurt money line, and I'm going to take the over. Uh, would love to hear what Cotton thinks here. I assume he's going to do that and then just sprinkle in an Andre Silva goal until it fails him. 
That's exactly it. Yeah, I actually got so I got Frankfurt in and pick them. Um, I think Gladbach they had a good run earlier in the season, but they've been kind of fading lately. I've been noticing. So uh, actually, was last Frankfurt was a pick them and not uh, just straight out money line. So I'm definitely taking that pick them there. Uh, and same thing, yeah, I'm going to take an Andre Silva goal. Uh, I don't hate the over, but I'm not going to touch it. But Andre Silva goal, I like a lot here. Uh, I mean, my man just keeps scoring. It's unbelievable. It's truly crazy. He, he might break the record, I think, for uh, for a Frankfurt goal scorer in, the, in, a, in a single season. He's like two or three goals away, so I think that'll motivate him. Uh, also, Cotton, we need some clarification for Vodka. He wants to know who is Cotton's team. Wolves. So, so of course, these players. Yeah. I mean, late adoption, uh, Wolves has been the uh, past, like, three years now. Um, I liked how they made the run-up through uh, the championship side and then, uh, um, you know, making it to sixth place last year, you know, or uh, the year before and then seventh, I think, last year. Um, uh, but love Wolves. And then, I mean, my original, my original team was Man City, and I still support them. But uh, – yeah, it's a good question. If they, I guess if they faced each other, I don't know. Probably probably Wolves at the moment. What a shame. What a shame that is. And Portugal uh, national team fan above all. And the Portuguese national. Okay, yeah. Portuguese national team. Had to, had to throw them in there. Important. If no one already knew. All right, we're keeping it German. Wolfsburg versus Bayern. No Lewandowski seems to be an issue now for the Bayern boys. But in my mind... It ain't that big of an issue. Bayern's been doing this damn thing in Germany for, what, the past eight years? They got eight titles in a row. No offense, Wolfsburg. I know you're having a good season. Don't think it's going to make too much of a difference. Uh, immediately looking at the over just because it's Bayern. And I think because it's Wolfsburg, and Wolfsburg's usually pretty solid defensively, I'm hoping that brings the over down so it's not like over three and a half. I'm hoping it stays closer to three, even somehow maybe drop to two and a half. That would be fucking great. Uh, but I'm taking the Bayern money line. It's Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich in the Bundesliga is just kind of like, don't fucking overthink it. I know Lewandowski's hurt. They still got Komen. They still got Nabry. They still got Chupamoding. They still got Muller. They still got Sané. They still got Kimmich, Taliso, like Goretzka. The list goes on and on. They're still an absolutely absurdly talented team. And if they find anyone on Wolfsburg that's any good, they'll fucking take him and put him on Bayern anyway. So who the fuck cares? Bayern dominates Germany. Just accept it. Bet it. Go earn yourself some money. I'm the over is always tough when you're playing Wolfsburg. I'm glad I took that one against Frankfurt. I pretty much just took it from Cotton. Once I, I saw who Cotton was, I was like, Cotton's betting goals. I was like, eh, fuck, I'll bet goals. So <laughs> I'm doing it again this week. I'm going to trust Wolfsburg to get at least one, maybe two, and Byron will handle the rest. So, uh, Cotton, what do you got in this one? Yeah, I got, I, I didn't, I'm not going to touch the over under, but um, I got. Byron money line, I think, uh, like you said, anytime it's like this, you know, they're getting this good odds, you got to kind of jump on that. Wolfsburg's a solid team this year. Um, with that being said, I think, you know, I, I'm guessing Bayern's going to have a little extra motivation in the league now that they're out. Um, I don't know. Well, I don't know how they'll react. Only thing they yeah. got. Yeah, I don't know how they'll react. We'll see. But, uh, you know, they're, they're hurt, and they got a lot of injuries, a lot of people, some players after COVID and stuff. But I don't know. We'll see. I, I wouldn't. I don't even know if I'm going to touch any props or anything in there. It's it's a little. It's always fun to bet the the Lewandowski goals and stuff, but he's not there. You know, I don't know. I know um, Goretzka's out. Um, wouldn't be a bad bet to put a goal or maybe an assist for uh, Thomas Muller. He always finds a way. Got on the score sheet somehow. So, but uh, either way, I like Munich money line here. Uh, moving on, we're going over to Spain. 
I'm excited for this one. It's Real Sociedad versus Sevilla, fifth place versus fourth place. Uh, another Basque Country team, the fake Basque Country team, if you ask me. Sevilla getting back in form now. Uh, real shame that they couldn't do it like against the Champions League side to make Spain look a little bit better. But Sevilla, they're playing their Lope ball. They're getting back to it. I got Sevilla money line here. Uh, the over, it was floating around two and a half. If it goes to two, which it, I doubt it, but like if it somehow can float down there or you can move your line, I would take that in a heartbeat. Uh, anything over two and a half is very suspect to me. Uh, this would be a team. I, I mean, they either bring it or they don't. They were, they were in a seven-goal thriller. They put up four last game. So, like, the expectation is probably going to be pretty high. I don't think they put up that many goals again. Uh, my man Lucas Ocampos has gotten very cold. I still love him, still love uh, the heart that he brings to the team and the chances he creates. But as far as finishing, it's been a little atrocious. Uh, my man uh, Luke De Jong has been – Okay, he had a better first half of the season, and Nezri has uh, cooled down a little bit. So I'm not exactly sure he's going to be scoring the goals in this game, uh, especially because, I, I mean, Alexander Isaac, he's a starting striker for Real Sociedad. He doesn't really have any competition. It used to be William Jose, which was essentially no competition because he's a fucking clown. Uh, they get rid of him, and now it's just like, who's taking my spot if I don't perform? Uh, he, I think he did have one goal last week or maybe the week before that, but it's at the point now where it's kind of like, I think he might be top five goals in the league, but he's only got like 10 or 11, and he has no one to really push him. So I, I don't know really, really where to expect the goals to come from. I would love to see like an Oyarzabal, as the uh, Catalonians call him, uh, see if he can put on a little bit of a masterclass there and make this a real game. But I'm taking it to be a money line. Uh, Cotton, I don't know if there's any Portuguese players on either of these teams, so I don't know who Cotton's going to pick. Cotton, what are you feeling? I'm trying to think. No, I don't think there is. Uh... I got Sevilla pick him though. I got him in a pick him. Um, I think it should be should be a really good game actually. I like to catch some of it. Uh, with that being said, I'm not I'm not ultra confident in Sevilla. Um, I feel like correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like uh, Sociedad's in a little bit of form lately. Sociedad. So I mean, they're kind of a, they were more, at like a little bit of a lull in their schedule. If you know what I mean. Where it's just kind of yeah, like you yeah. or you're not even really a team anymore. It's always hard to judge with that. It's like, right, it's are they just playing well or is it the the shit competition they're facing? Yeah, um, I mean they played so yeah. well two times in a row and they beat them once and then tied them and then they tied Valencia also, got their ass kicked by Barcelona, lost to Granada. They only have one win in the last five games. So like Okay. Well, so this is what I was going to say. I did take Sevilla pick. I'm going to keep that on my board, but I don't ever hate the idea of teasing like a draw with Sevilla. Um, and I, I bet Sociedad's not a bad opponent to take that against. I don't. It's oh, not as exciting. So. Well, you remember Sociedad was a team that I literally stopped betting on. I was like, dude, they literally draw every fucking game. So I'm just going to and yeah. just do a pick. They just went well, like a to pick game them, winless streak. Yeah, the pick'em's always great just to save your ass, but um, it's it's not exciting at the same time. But uh, um, yeah, I'll ride with City Pick'em here. I don't really have, I don't really have too much uh, stake in this. Other than that, oh, we got another question for you. Uh, they're questioning okay. your. They're like, this kid lives in New York, so is he taking Portugal over America? So you got some questions to answer. That's an age-old question for sure. Uh, I've, I've actually thought about this. Um, I would 
not, but it's a win-win for me either way, honestly. Like, the way I look at it, like, I love America to do great. But at the same time, Ronaldo, Portugal made me fall in love with soccer. Uh, that's like, you know, that's the team I took. That's the team I really started following. So as a sports fan, yeah, but of course, I mean, as an American, I'd love, I'd love to see America beat anybody, honestly. But Portugal, Italy, America, I root for all of them. Portugal, I'm rooting above the rest uh, as a soccer game, but never going to hate if America beats any of those teams. That actually happened in the two World Cups ago where America knocked Portugal out of the group, if you remember. It was it was America, Germany, Portugal, and uh, I think like maybe like Ghana or something like that. And Portugal actually beat America, but America advanced on with Germany in the group because they lost uh, Portugal lost so badly to Germany. And uh, I was happy. I was happy that America went through. It was sick. And, you know, I think the golden age is coming with America too, so we'll see. Well, it's just a shame that Portugal doesn't have anyone that can score on Zach Steffen, so I don't know how they would even beat him. <laughs> I'm not, listen, I'm not going to disagree with that. Uh, this is for – this is the, yeah, there's no Zach Steffen slander on this show. We're competing Zero. with Steffen Gambler of the Year, so. It's not a lot. Uh, keeping it Portuguese, had to throw the Juve game on here. Atalanta versus Juve. This is fourth place versus third place. Uh, Juve is one point clear of them, and then I think Milan is one point clear of Juve. So, I mean, Inter's 11 points clear, but the top four race is fucking – it's wild right now. Everything is separated by one or two points. Uh, Juve, I can't tell if they're, like, hitting their stride now or they're going to take care of business because it was Genoa, and then before that they tied fucking Torino. So there's not a ton of hope for me there. That being said, I'm still going to probably end up taking Juventus just because – Going off of history, Juventus usually wins every fucking game in Serie A. Uh, I'm looking at the over immediately just because Atalanta's playing. I assume it's probably like three and a half. I'll still probably take it. I'm looking at a Ronaldo goal because he has no other competitions to play in, really. So might as well run up the fucking score in uh, Serie A and just have old-ass fucking 35-year-old Ronaldo go go off on everybody. As long as he stays above Lukaku, I'm happy. Just because then Lukaku fans, like they're like, damn, bro, you still can't catch this man. He's fucking 35 years old. (laughs) <laughs> so Juve money line and uh the over is what i'm looking at uh cotton what do you got for me yeah so like i mean i just don't have a ton of confidence in Juve lately against the top teams uh i didn't touch them uh i didn't touch the money line i think they were minus uh minus a half so i didn't even get them out of pick them if i could get them out of pick them i would um but i did touch the over as well i like seeing that set at three uh i think that it's going to be an exciting game. Easily hit that three mark. Um, Juve's midfield's been a little shaky, and so it's a, it allows a lot of attack on the uh, – You don't even know who's in the fucking midfield because Pirlo's all over the place. Like, I thought yeah. McKenna and Dybala were banned for partying, and then next thing I know, I see both of them scoring goals. So, I, I don't know what to expect in that Juventus midfield. Uh, also, your boys just uh, entered the party. M fans, thank you for the follow. Welcome to uh, – Welcome to the good world of European footy gambling. Let's go. The the offer right here. The best in the world. Uh, So I'm with you on that whole – and even the defense at this point looks suspect. I think – is Di Morales – is he good from COVID yet, or is he he still in quarantine? Like, I I don't know who's going to be on that back line. They've been putting random people at left back. Like, I'm expecting to see Ramsey at left back pretty soon. I I don't think Pirlo (laughs) – really knows what he's doing. And 
I hate to call out Pirlo. I know what he's done for Italian football. I know how biased the Italians are to him. But, like, dude, he took a Juventus team that won nine straight titles to fucking third place and knocked out yeah. in the fucking quarterfinals of the UCL. It's not the best look. What's even better is that they could still potentially win the double. I know it's a tall order. They're like, what, 12 points off of Inter? But they're in the Coppa Italia final. They still are in the top four race. I, I mean, it's not a bad season, but as far as like being one of the top clubs in Europe, it's a pretty bad season. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, by Juve standards, it definitely is. Um, also, just how they went out to Porto and the uh, and the UCL, like it's it's a failure of a season. I think it's you know I love Pirlo as a player. Nothing nothing bad to say about him, uh, especially as an Italian. Just always a joy to watch. But you got you got to question his uh, tactical ability at this point, and just. You know, maybe maybe they're letting him ease into the season. Like we said, the talent is kind of shaking on the team. They have some some really young guys uh, that are good, like McKenney and uh, Chiesa and those guys up front that can provide a spark. But then they have some stale talent like Ramsey, Rabio. Those guys, they're so hit or miss in each game they play. They're so inconsistent. You don't know what version of, of them you're getting. They don't bring a lot to the table. So it's like, you know, is it – right? Is it is it Pirlo or is it the guys he's working with? I don't know. Maybe – I think they'll give him another year to – um, I'm going to take it from there, but yeah, in this game, I got the over three. I think it should be an exciting one. That's all I know. Uh, other comment I'll make is that I don't even really know M fans. I just know him through, uh, <laughs> through, uh, Cotton's brother. So I might, I might mod him just because vodka said to unmod him and he's not even modded. <laughs> I modded now. I think he, but he's, he's up there. I'm going to put it through the whole, we're going to put it through the system. We're going to see how we feel, but he might get modded now just because, Vodka said not to. Uh, let's keep it over in Italy. This is the other uh, Italian matchup that I'm looking forward to. Napoli versus Inter. Uh, Napoli, I feel like they kind of punch up. Like they they fight up to their weight class. Just like when they play a shitty team, it's like, oh, well, which Napoli player we're going to see? Uh, I think Gattuso has a little chip on his shoulder because the Italian uh, media is a little uh, – they're kind of calling him out. They're kind of just – nitpicking at him like oh like he's the problem it's not napoli da, 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 da. and i i mean he's been here for over a year now like he, he hasn't done anything too detrimental he hasn't really helped out all that much but i can't say that it's completely on him especially when napoli's talking about selling their players in the middle of the season like why are you talking about selling cool bali in fucking february when he's supposed to play another five months just for our team i i don't know just Stuff like that where it doesn't make sense, and I feel like Gattuso is kind of getting set up for failure. On top of that, Inter hasn't looked too dominant. They kind of seem like they're in cruise control. I can't really blame them. They're 11 points clear. This is the only competition they're in. It's really just their title to lose at this point. But to only beat Cagliari, one to nothing. Cagliari's in relegation right now. Cagliari is terrible. They got outpossessed. They got outshot by Cagliari. What? What are these tactics, Conte? They? they didn't even get a they didn't get a goal score until like the sixty something minute, and Darmian had to score it. So, what are your attackers doing, Conte? You're supposed to be an attacking football coach, right? What, what the hell? It's Cagliari, man. Run the fucking score up. Go get Lukaku his fucking scoring title. Get fucking Martinez's value up. Get his finishing up. Like, come on, man. What are we doing here? But so I'm taking Napoli in a pick them. I, I honestly think this is where Inter drop points. I think Inter has had a little bit of an easy ride going into this. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try and comment on the talent of all the Italian teams, as I don't watch it that regularly. I watch a half the amount, but there's got to be a team I actually want to see play on. It's not like 
in Spain where I'll just put on whatever's on just to hear Ray Hudson yell at the top of his lungs. It's fucking Syria. So to me, I think these are the type of games Catuso gets that chip on his shoulder and he's going to get a result. Uh, at the same time, you know, Conte is a fucking psychopath. So I think this could go either way, which is why I'm trying to cover myself with a draw as well. So I'm looking at a, if I can get Napoli even plus one, that would be fucking fantastic. Cause right now I know it's floating around plus a half, like maybe even lower than that. So I'm looking at uh, covering myself with the draw. Uh, the over, I'm not fucking touching. I don't even want to look at it. I'm not touching it. Inter only put up one against Cagliari. I have no faith in them. At the same time, Napoli will put up four one week and they won't be able to score the next. So definitely not touching the over. Cotton, what do you got in this one? Uh, I got Inter in a pick. Um, I think uh, Inter is like a well-oiled machine right now. They're doing really well. Uh, they have the tools to – to boss around each part of the pitch. I mean, you got Lukaku up front with Martinez. Then you got uh, Hakimi's been really good out on the way. He, you know, he provides that defensive uh, defensive uh, presence. Um, I think I think they got a lot of guys who can make stuff happen against Napoli. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, I could see Napoli pulling it out, but again, that's why I took the uh, the pick and printer. And I, you know, I think uh, I'm going to want to tune into this one too. I think this should be an exciting game this weekend for sure. Uh, my okay, so the over hasn't hit in the last one, two, three, in the last four matches between these two, the over has not hit. We had a one nothing game, two nothing game, one one, and then one nothing. Before that, they were fucking smoking. It was a three one, four one. Like yeah, I mean the pressure's on too. I could see like a, a tight a tight play game. I wouldn't touch the over just because I know Inter is going to be like, you know, they're going to be looking to at least pull pull up one out here and um. They might go by, you know, same with the Cagliari game, any means to do so. So, I have no faith in Inter's offense anymore. And Napoli, uh, Napoli's been hot. I'm not going to lie to you. They have one loss in the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games. So, and it was the uh, Juve. I can't even get too mad at them. Yeah. Uh, keeping it back on the cup matches Leicester versus Southampton. So, you're probably looking at this like, why the fuck are you talking about this? Both of these teams have let me down significantly the last few weeks. Leicester in Europa League. The only time Leicester really helped me out was against, I think, City. They won that game, right? No, no, no. It wasn't even that one. I forget which one. Leicester has not been great. Um, no. They blew it against West Ham. Dude, that West Ham parlay I did, though, that West Ham-Leicester one, it was so close, bro. <laughs> so close. Or it was like West Ham first half, the over, Leicester second half, Leicester money line. Just go crazy with it. Uh, this one, Leicester should win easily. Like they shouldn't, you shouldn't overthink it. Leicester should win easily. Southampton, like they'll randomly put in performances where I'm just like, wow, this is a good team. I like watching them play. And then they'll lose to fucking Burnley. They'll lose to West Brom. They'll lose to fucking Newcastle. Like they just can't pull out wins. Even when Danny Ings is hot, you got uh, fucking Ward Prowse banging in free kicks. They still seem to like find a way to choke the game away. So I'm leaning towards Leicester. Uh, also, an easy pick, Leicester's going to dominate possession. So if you see, oh, will Leicester have over blah, blah, blah possession? If it's anything under 60%, take it, because I guarantee they have probably like close to 63% possession at least against the Southampton team. Uh, Vardy, cold as shit. I'm not even going to try to like fake root for Vardy to score anymore. I think he's got one goal in his last like 18 fucking matches. So I'm not even going to say he's due anymore. I won't lead you guys astray with that anymore. But uh, Leicester money line here and Leicester possession are my two like go tos. Cotton, what are you thinking here? Yo, so this is the game I feel like you should take Vardy. 
This is the one I feel I like. I know. And now that I said that, I guarantee you he scores. Also, Vodka, shut the fuck up. Lester shits on Fulham. Fulham's terrible. <laughs> Go get relegated, bro. Yo, Lester's been fucking awful too, though. But, like, here's the thing. It's like yeah, but they're still in third place. Worse. They're not getting relegated. I know. That's crazy. But the other thing is Southampton's been even worse. Like, they started off, like, really good where I thought they were going to be a team like West Ham, where it's like, wow, I think they're really going to overperform for the whole season and, like, finish, like, top half of the league. Like, they've, they've fallen off a lot uh, lately. I don't think they're they're as quality of a side and they don't believe in, the, in themselves as much as they were earlier in the season. Um, and I think you're going to see that here. I think Leicester really want to get to that this final here, and uh, I think they're going to deal with them easily. Um, also, it wasn't – so A Dog said, thought we never bet on Southampton. You have that mixed up with Sheffield. Sheffield's who we never bet on. Them and fuck Brighton. Those are like the two Sheffield we hundred percent never bet on. Yeah, Sheffield never bet on and fuck Brighton is like what we've been preaching well, on. Yeah. West Brom was on that list, but then they started pulling wins out of their ass out of nowhere. So yeah, when I started respecting West Brom a little bit, so I stopped talking shit on them. <laughs> uh so those are all the matches that I have. We're gonna add two little segments in though. We got Cotton's Wolves as one. Where so I think I did take Wolves money line this week, but Cotton's gonna know what's going on with Wolves. Cotton knows their matchups. That's his squad. I'm gonna let Cotton take it away. Cotton, what do we got yeah. for Wolves? So Wolves, I don't know really know what to think about right now because they got they're dealing with so much shit right now. They got Pedro Neto out for the season now. He had a knee injury. He's gonna get surgery. He's gonna be out for the Wolves for the season. He's gonna be out for Portugal and the Euros in the summer. It sucks. He was having a really like his first breakout year of his career. Um, I still think he's going to be a beast going forward. It just sucks for this season. And it really sucks for Wolves because not a lot of people create an attack and presence up front. Now it's going to fall like solely on Treore and uh, Daniel Potence. We love both, but uh, it's going to be a little tough right now. So I'm on the Fabio happened. Silva hype train. I'm on the Fabio Silva yeah. hype train. Throw him up so there. Was getting he was getting so disrespected because he's a 19 year old coming into league and he wasn't he didn't score in his first like four star to do much it's like what do you expect like he's physically like a fraction of what you know these the premier league defenders he's playing against he's trying you know he's a little his, his whole uh his whole gameplay is little you know heel flicks like nice technical passing and working the ball to, to his teammates and stuff he got in a better flow in the last couple of games finally got his first couple of goals he's playing really well and uh like you know i think he'll be okay but Back to like the bad shit that's happened, and they got besides Pedro Neto's out, they got uh, Neves, their their premier midfielder, box to box midfielder. Yeah. He just got tested for COVID, uh, oh. positive, so he'll be out for a week and a half. He's not playing against Sheffield. Like this is getting to territory where it's like Wolves need to start winning just so that they can just for sure be clear of the relegation zone, and it's kind of a scary spot to be in given all the injuries and shit that happened to them, but. Like that's that's where it stands right now. With that being said, I still took him in a pick him against Sheffield because fuck Sheffield. And the over set at two, I'm gonna take an over because the midfield's gonna be wide open. I looked at that over and I was just kind of like, I really want to take this, but like these motherfuckers are not scoring. Either one, none of them are scoring. So I was a little torn on it. I'll probably end up taking it. Uh I'm taking Wolves money line still. Uh yeah, no, I, I don't hate it. Yeah, I heard all that, and in my head, I was just like, their odds probably went up, didn't they? So yeah. if you're taking a pick one, that means the money line odds got to be half decent at least. So, you know what? Fuck it. Sheffield, you fucking suck. 
I have zero faith in you and your fucking caretaker manager. Y'all are trash. We're going with Wolves money line. So that was Cotton's Wolves. Next, everyone's favorite battle, Leg versus Granada. So as you guys know, me and Granada got beef. I'm either going to bet with them or I'm going to bet against them. So this week I'm Team Granada. I'll be honest with you. I am Team Granada this week. Actually, only for Europa League, I got Granada plus one, so they could easily still lose. And then I took Ibar and a pick them against Granada, which a lot of people are going to put some question marks on. But if you look at their history, Ibar has fucking Granada's number every single time. The last three times they met, Ibar has won on aggregate a total of seven to one in a 2 0 match, 2 1 match, and a 3 0 match. So I'm kind of just saying fuck Granada again. Like, I think my record right now on Granada, I'm 20 and 27. And it used to be way worse. So me and Granada, we got fucking beef. Let's fucking sling it. I'm here for it. Granada versus Ibar. Uh, I mean, if you look at the table, it's going to be a little sus- suspect since Ibar isn't dead last. But I'm taking Ibar to pick them because I think Granada is going to choke this one. I think they're going to put all of their effort into that United game. And even at, I hope they make it close in that United game just so they run each other into the ground and they can cover the spread for me. And then Ibar takes care of business. So to me, that's the perfect world that United only wins by one or they tie. And then Ibar can run them into the ground in La Liga because they play Ibar, I think, uh, on Saturday. Oh, no, they have a whole week off. Wow, this just kills my whole vibe. Fuck you, Granada. I'm still betting against them. Nah, it ain't happening. Like, Fuck Granada. It's happening. <laughs> we, we're going to cover the spread. They're only going to lose by one, maybe even tie. Hopefully, Man U's feeling generous, wants to put some young guys in. And then they're going to lose the Ibar. It's going to be fucking great. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, those are all the games we got for you. Those are all the segments. Uh, now we're just going to give our top 10 picks. And then we got the Parlay Cup. Did you Wait, did you hit your Parlay? No, I had uh, I had Jao Felix go, Ronaldo go, Andre Silva oh, yeah. go. Only, only Andre Silva scored. Uh, your boy is – yo, is um, – is Yao Felix hurt? He got subbed off for like half. I know. I don't fucking know. They brought on. They were tied one one with Batiste, and they brought on like Tarot, like what was his name, Lucas Tarot or whatever. Yeah, that didn't really make sense to me either. I was really hoping Real Batiste would pull that out too, just because I wanted to stay at the top of the table. That was another. Uh, that was another game. If like I was pulling for Atletico uh, to pull that out, I had him last leg of a parlay where I took like United and like another like really good money line and it was going to be nice and they just couldn't pull out the win. I was, I was really upset. Uh, you want to go first? You got your 10. Yeah. 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 I'll go. Right. Um, I just got a random, uh, 10 across a couple leagues. I got Spurs pick them versus Everton. Talked about that already. And I'm taking Harry King goal there. Uh, I think that's going to be a fun game to watch too. Uh, so I'm going to try to tune in there. I got Wolves versus Sheffield over two. Um, I think it's gonna be a sloppy ass game. A lot of new players coming and starting. Um, uh, a lot of young players, but Wolves especially. So we'll see. I think Sheffield's going to be pressing for goals too. They got nothing really to play for. I think they're already eliminated um, or already going to be relegated. Uh, so I have the over two in there. I got West Ham money line versus Newcastle. West Ham keeps being disrespected in the odds. Like I think everyone needs to know they're like a legit team right now. Lingard is like seems like a completely new seems like a Ballon d'Or winner on that team. It's unbelievable. Um, so they're playing Newcastle, who I think just pulled out a win, but I, West Ham's still the much better team at this point. 
So I'm taking uh, West Ham money line there. They're not even minus one. They're like minus a half. So the money line's pretty good there. I got Chelsea minus one versus Brighton. Um, my logic is just that Chelsea is playing much better teams than Brighton right now and handling them a lot better. So I anticipate them to basically fuck Brighton up too. I'm taking the minus one there. We'll see. I expect them to at least win by a goal. Um, I got Man City uh, in the FA Cup against Chelsea. Talked about that. I got Leicester versus Southampton in the FA Cup. I got uh, Dortmund minus one versus Werder Bremen. Uh, Dortmund's played really good games against Man City, honestly. I think they – I was rooting for Man City, but Dortmund deserved a little better. Uh, Man City handed it to them in the uh, later half today um, pretty, pretty damn easily. But they were also pushing for a couple goals, so they weren't really looking themselves. But um, – I think Dortmund gets a gets an easy win going back to the Bundesliga. I got uh, Real Madrid minus one versus uh, Hetafe. I don't know how they're only minus one in that game. I feel like, <laughs> oh, dude, I feel like they're buzzing right now. Um, Always. And uh, I, I saw that definitely was going to put that. I'd like to take a prop in there, maybe like a like a Benzema goal or something. We'll see. Um, once the uh, lineups get released for that, I got a. Uh, Inter Pickham versus Napoli, talk about that. And then I got two Portuguese games. Um, Portuguese league is like, it's actually really exciting right now. Um, you got three teams, Sporting, Porto, and Benfica. They're all like, I think uh, Benfica and Porto won five out of the last five. Sporting's won three out of their last five and drew the other two. But they're all pushing for that uh, top spot. Sporting's trying to win the league first time in about 20 years. So, um they just had two ties. The pressure's on them. The the race is heating up. And uh, they're both – Sporting and Porto are both playing the bottom uh, of the barrel teams this week. Um, because of that, I think they're both going to handle business easily. I got Sporting minus one versus Ferenz. And then uh, Porto minus one and a half versus Nacino. And so, uh, you know, Porting, Porto, especially out of the UCL, they had a good run. But I think they're going to come back and do business in the, in the uh, Portuguese league. So we'll see. Yeah, and those are my uh, – Picks. I went nine, nine and two last week. So hopefully we can match that clip. You love to hear it. You love to hear it. All right. So I got a couple of repeats, and I think I'm fading you on maybe one. I don't know. Uh, right. First one: Delta Vigo and Cadiz over two and a half. Both of these teams have been scoring. Uh, I think they're just going to keep scoring. My man Iago Aspas is back in form. He had a brace against uh, Sevilla, so uh, a lot of faith in that man just by himself. Uh, Tottenham Pickham versus Everton. I think you had the same one. Fuck Everton. I'm, I'm out on Everton. They've been fucking yeah. with me too. Uh, this one's for Bondi. I got Blackburn Moneyline versus Derby. Uh, just based off of uh, recent form and the fact that Blackburn always beats the shit out of Derby. I think their last two matches, they beat them by at least three both times. Uh, Real Madrid minus one versus Atafe, just because that's what I always pick. <laughs> uh, Frankfurt, Gladbach, over two and a half goals. I just am very confident that there's going to be goals in that one. Uh, I'm not even sure if the line's still going to be at two and a half. Hopefully it stays there. If it goes to three, I'll be a little upset. Uh, Freiburg, money line versus Schalke. Schalke sucks, guys. That's almost a – I don't want to call it a lock, but, like, Schalke's fucking ass. Schalke is getting relegated. I feel really bad for them because they're a very historically, like, talented club. But they're fucking terrible. Um – Bilbao plus one versus Barca with the Barca. Uh, Sevilla money line versus Sociedad. I already talked about that. This one I'm really excited about. Villarreal versus Levante. I'm taking both teams to score. So listen to this stat. 81% of the time this season, Levante has hit both teams to score. 81%. 
Now you're gonna look at the last five games. You're like, yo, that's a lot of zeros, and I'm gonna, yo, fuck off, 81%, man. So to me, that's an easy pick. And since the last five games, they've there's been a zero. Odds went back up. So thank you. I'll take that. Levante and Villarreal both teams to score. It'll probably end up being my man Roger uh, or De Frutos. Uh, next one, Juve Atalanta over three. I mean, it's Atalanta. I'm taking the goals. And then uh, last one was Leicester money line versus Southampton. <sighs> Don't think too much into that one. Just just roll with it. You know what I mean? And then uh, my parlay is just – I call it the Chopa brother parlay. It's all of our teams. I'm taking Juve money line, Real Madrid minus one, and then Lyon money line. Uh, we both also happen to like Lyon. It works out that way. Chopa <laughs> brother parlay. Uh, Cotton, you got a parlay for me? Yeah, I'll take um... – I'll take Frankfurt pick them, Spurs pick them, and Inter pick them. Ah, the pick them parlay. The pick them parlay. That's exactly it. The pick them parlay. Oh, we got shots fired. We got MLS greater than Portuguese league. And I, I don't so see the MLS playing in the real Champions League, so that's the only thing. <laughs> I mean, you, you have a you have a league with uh, history to uh, Champions League uh, competitors. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, and like actual players and shit, and like people from the MLS would like to go to that league. Yeah, and like people from like Portuguese league go to like Premier League and you know like La Liga. Yeah, and like the best like actual league. league. Like, we'll, yeah, it's we'll crazy. Yeah, it's just it's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy out there. But uh, that was. I don't want to be the enemy. I don't want to be the enemy of MLS. So I'll, I'll just I'll just say that. Like I'm, uh, I'm cool with I'm, MLS, but not don't. Yeah, compare. MLS is cool. Uh, that being said, talking about CONCACAF, the Union are up one nothing, and there was a bench-clearing brawl on the last leg of the CONCACAF match. They're playing right now. It's probably going to be lit. We're at home. All I'm going to say is fuck Saprisa, whatever the fuck rest of your name is, that Costa Rican team. That was a scumbag move. I saw that slide tackle. This is two-foot talk, so I was pretty excited when it happened. But that was a scumbag move. It was pretty cool. <laughs> that was a scumbag move. But, like, it was pretty cool. Anytime there's a bench-clearing brawl in footy, you just got to get excited. Because then it's the whole, like, oh, soccer players are pussies. And it's like, dude, look, they're fighting. They lead off with drop kicks. This is fucking electric. You don't like this, man? For 10 years. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. You just got to watch the right leagues. Like, I told you I watch a lot of Colombian league. I'm not saying they're fighting every game, but, like, if you want to see some blood. The intensity's there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You might want to throw that on. Uh, it's sure. a matter of location, says Vodka. Yeah, but the thing is, is that they would never even be allowed in that competition is what I was getting at. Not that they yeah, can't like actually. See, see how the uh, New York Rebels would fare against fucking, you know, Chelsea. Like one team, one team from the Champions League over, like the UEFA one, like plays the MLS All-Stars every year. So that's just where I'm at with it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, play Colombian a friendly. There's nothing friendly. Exactly. You're, you're on the same page. You're on the same page. Um, make sure you guys check out uh, Two Foot Talk on Twitter, twofoottalk.com, at TWO Foot Talk. Uh, once I hit 1,000 followers, also, I'm giving away one of these hats. Now, you get to pick the color. And then, hold on. Look. Little embroidery on the side. You can pick a name. I can do that That's stuff. Fresh. Have it shipped right over to you. You go on to add a young leg, you retweet the tweet, you can win a free hat. It's fucking crazy out here, people. We're giving away free hats. Cotton, anything else to add? No, let's uh, let's win some bread this week and uh, 
hopefully uh, the Europa League, we don't get down tomorrow. I'm excited. Or is so, that Friday? Uh, what'd you say? Is it Or is it Friday? No, it's tomorrow. Europa League. All right. Yeah, Europa League's yeah, Thursday. Right about that. All right. So let's burn some bread. Cotton, good luck. Cotton still leads in the Parlay Cup, so he can still end the season with some silverware. Let's burn some bread, people. Take it easy.